0: Hey, hey, and welcome to Slay Out Loud the Podcast. I am your host, Jerica Hetty. Here in this podcast, we are all about setting aside the fluff and comfort zones to have real, honest, somewhat entertaining conversations about life and relationships. You will leave here with tangible and oftentimes messy action steps that will show you how to use your personal trauma to ignite joy, be obsessively grateful, and build a life that you really love. I will walk you through simple yet powerful mindset shifts to help you excel in all areas of your life. Just think of me as your new BFF. Ready girlfriend? Let's go. Hey girl, welcome back to Slay Out Loud. If this is your first episode, I am Jerica Hetty, your host, and before we begin today, I just want you to grab a cup of coffee, get your tea curl up on the couch with your favorite blanket whatever it is get get comfortable okay because we are talking all the things today all things timelines so i want to talk to you just for a quick moment about societal norms you know the ones that we've adopted either consciously or subconsciously that aren't really serving us the ones that cause us stress and anxiety and make us feel like we're behind. You know the ones I'm talking about, right? We've all seen the timelines in the post that say, you know, you should have X, Y, and Z before you turn 30. Some of my favorite ones are the ones that say something like, By the time you turn 30, you should have a junk drawer, an air fryer, and a skincare regimen, right? Something like that. I don't know. But seriously, though, um, I'm guilty of trying to keep up with these societal norms, too. These are things um, and milestones that we're supposed to hit by a certain age. And when we don't, we instantly feel like we're behind milestones like getting married, having kids, graduating college, buying a house making six figures, right? The list could go on and on, but these are some of the societal norms, the milestones that society says we should be hitting by a certain age. And honestly, where did these requirements even come from? Like, did some old man sit down one day and just map this all out? Is it like the BMI chart, which I absolutely despise, by the way, and it's just like some cookie cutter format that we're all supposed to blindly follow because we don't even know why what happens when we jump the gun and we settle because we're trying to fit into this timeline what happens when we do that raise your hand if you or someone you know has gotten married at a young age had a handful of kids only to be divorced five ten years later because you never really wanted to do those things as quickly as they transpired. But you felt pressure from society, from your family, whoever. You felt pressure from the beliefs that it was quote-unquote the right thing to do at the time raise your hand if you or someone you know went to college only because you felt pressured to do so because you or they had already been told from a very early age that when you graduate high school you go to college that's just what you do so we have to start to not only notice these things But we have to start to identify them and identify the ones that don't actually line up with our own personal beliefs. And we have to identify these so that we can correct them in real time. Because if we don't correct our beliefs and our perceptions, we don't get to correct our behaviors, which means we don't get to correct our actions. Right? So I'll give you an example. A few months ago, I went to a bachelorette party overnight. And at the time, you know, Jax was, I think, four months old or so. And it was my first time being away from him, one, for that long. And two, it was my first time being away overnight since becoming a mom. And so Jack stayed home with my, with my husband, Trevor, and um, a societal norm that occurred that weekend was that someone said to me you know it was mentioned to me how good of a dad Trevor was for staying home and for watching Jax overnight by himself but in the same breath I was questioned as to how I could possibly leave Jax overnight to go to this party So what's the societal norm here? Apparently, society says that mobs should be the caretaker of the baby at all costs, right? So she's supposed to work in and out of the home, care for said home, care for husband, care for children, be active in extracurricular activities, work out, be presentable, make herself look good, wear a full face of makeup, have her hair done, and be a present friend, daughter, etc, etc, etc. Right? Moms are supposed to do all of the things. And society also says that dad's main focus is to be the breadwinner, right? Dad's supposed to go home, go to work and come home and be taken care of. So this is kind of, you know, and obviously we are in the midst of some major societal shifts, right? But these are kind of the things that we've grown accustomed to because we've grown up believing these certain things. And so dad is to be praised when he takes an active role in raising the children where moms are just expected to do so, right? So that's a societal norm. And we've all heard about mom guilt, right? So whether you're a mom or not, you've either experienced mom guilt from other moms, you've experienced the mom shaming from other moms, or if you're not a mom, you know someone or you've you know heard your friends who are moms talk about this mom guilt and mom shame that exists. But we don't ever hear about dad guilt, right? I don't I don't think I've ever heard of dad guilt. And I definitely have never heard, you know, a group of guys together in a corner, you know, at a bar talking about dad guilt. Like that doesn't happen. At least I've never seen it. So we don't hear about dad guilt, even though dad guilt is is a thing we don't hear about it because society says that dad guilt doesn't exist so we don't even recognize that these thoughts are thrown on us are you know taught to us to believe and we subconsciously then embody these things as normal or not normal because society says so so How do we fix this? To be quite frank, I just say, screw the timeline, society. That's how we fix it. We tell society, screw your timeline. No one gets to tell you how and what to believe. So here's another example that I've personally been dealing with. Society has this idea of What the grieving process should look like and how long it should take you to complete it, right? I think we've all seen the grieving chart and the six or seven steps, depending on what chart you're looking at, the stages of grief. So we've all seen that, right? Um, Newsflash, though, if you have ever grieved anything or anyone in your life, you know that Those stages are complete BS, right? You know if you've experienced any type of grief, you know that there's no timeline to grief. There's no rhyme or reason to grief. There's no one season of grief, right? There isn't a, okay, well, you get to grieve for three months or six months or nine months or a year, and then after that you need to get over it, right? That doesn't happen. So grief is always present. Grief is always there. It never goes away. And no one, no one, not your mother, not your brother, not your spouse, your pastor, not some random follower that you have on Instagram. No one gets to tell you how you grieve, right? So Screw the societal norms and of, you know, what they say grief is supposed to look like. Because in real life, we know, those of us that have experienced grief, we know that that's complete BS. So when you find yourself faced with these beliefs, stop and ask yourself, is this something that I actually believe? Or is this something that I've been socially programmed to believe? So let me say that again. You're going to stop and ask yourself, is this something that you actually believe? Or is it something that you've been programmed, told, taught, whatever word you want to insert there, to believe? And if it's something that you don't believe, then It becomes your job to change your thoughts in order to drive your actions. I know that this is easier said than done, okay? So I know this isn't something that we're going to solve in a 15-minute podcast episode. It's definitely easier said than done. I know at least it has been for me. So I grew up in an ultra-conservative home. And there are things that I was taught to believe and then taught to follow those said beliefs. And it's been a real process, you guys, to unravel some of those beliefs and figure out, you know, is this something that I truly believe at my core? Is this something that I truly embody at a soul level or is this something that, That I have just been conditioned to believe because it's, quote, the right thing to do. And, you know, the really cool part about this is, is that at any time these feelings come up, we get to reconstruct the path that feels true to us, right? So there's no need to feel behind. Girl, you're not behind, you are not behind you can't be behind on a trail that you're creating and you're blazing through right when you're in your own lane you're not behind because you're not competing with anybody else so you know what i say i say do you boo so something i have been living by this year is this phrase that kind of just keeps popping up um from time to time and it's let your trauma become your superpower right and it's so I'll just say that again it's let your trauma become your superpower so you may have been on a path and some trauma happened to you and it completely altered the trajectory of your life right so I talked about this in another episode you know how I had the first six months of 2021 completely planned out and then obviously with the passing of my son, you know, that completely changed the trajectory of what I had planned to do. So society may say that you're behind, but you're going at your own pace, right? And you're doing what feels right to you. And by Going at your own pace and doing what feels right to you, you're showing others that it's okay to go against what society says we should be doing. When you go at your own pace and you do what feels right for you, you're showing others that it's okay to take the road less traveled. You're showing other people that what's meant for you is coming to you. What's meant for you is not going to pass you by no matter how long it takes you to get there. So, so what if you didn't get married by 25? You didn't have kids and buy a house by 30? You didn't hit a six-figure income by 35? You didn't, so what if you didn't hit those milestones that society said you should hit, right? So what? When you blaze your own trail, you stay in your lane, and you take the path that feels right for you, and you show other people that, you know, what is for them is not going to pass them by, you are breaking the societal norms, and it's going to take all of us to to follow our own paths and to really just dig deep and figure out what it is that we believe based on our own intuition and our own consciousness and not what we've been told to believe. It's going to take all of us to do that in order to change to pivot these societal norms so screw their timelines you keep going on you keep keeping on you keep doing you thank you for listening to this episode of slay out loud before you go could you do me a favor would you share this episode with three of your girlfriends, or better yet, share to your IG stories and tag me so that I can personally thank you for helping me spread this message. You matter here. As you go, remember that you are loved, you are seen, you are heard, you are valued, and you are never alone. Until next time, cheers.